0: is Tech News Today for Wednesday, June 1st, 2011. Tech News Today is brought to you by Netflix. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies streamed to your PC, Mac, or TV instantly. Plus, get DVDs by mail in about a business day. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com slash twin. Welcome to Tech News Today. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Sarah Lane. I'm Maya Zatar. I'm Jason Howell. And this is our one-year birthday.
2: Yeah! Yeah! Party! Woo!
0: Party, so who's got the
2: cake?
1: Happy anniversary! Wow. Yeah, are so, they are they gonna come in like any second now with the hats
0: I, I and the songs? No, 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 wait no. a we, we then, gotta pretend that we don't know that they're to about surprised. to do that. We have to I act surprised <laughs> anything. <laughs> we'll, and I think everyone sure left should, for lunch. It's
1: probably actually, just, you know, the, any other show. Nobody. No one's gonna come in, so we'll just. No, no one's gonna come in. No one's gonna come in. Surprise us. Be like, Happy anniversary, one year strong.
0: Nobody's coming.
1: No one's coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. I have managed Fine. to change entirely the uh, lineup of the show in less than a year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What Nobody in here that? but me was on that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Eric Lanigan. Is that a statement mm-hmm.
2: about you, a, Marley, a year ago today,
1: you and I both had our official first day as full-time twit employees. Right. But I wasn't on the first TNT show. No,
0: because you were just doing Mondays and Fridays, That's and we right. actually started On, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Because, because of we, Memorial Day. Yes. Day. Yep. It
1: was the day after Memorial Day. We're completing oh, each episode other one. I know. It's like, it's so we're cute. just like.
0: So, so, episode one was called The Beard and the Blonde. What should right. we call this episode? We'll call this Two Beards, The Beard, and...
1: The Apricot, The Pakistani, and Jason. And the go. really
0: tall guy. <laughs> the <laughs> tall guy. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into some news. Enough of this celebratory nonsense. We're All a very right. serious tech news show. All right. And we're going to talk about. Twitter's new photo product. Take that, YFrog and TwitPic. Twitter has appropriated, once again, another of the third-party developers' features, integrating photos and video into search. Uh, Twitter's CEO, Dick Costolo, showed it off at D9. It'll be rolling out over the next few weeks to the web, mobile to follow after that. Photos and videos will be hosted by PhotoBucket. Remember them? They don't get as as much press as, say, a... your flickers and your picassas, but they—they uh, they are been
1: around a, a long time. Been In fact, for they quite do video too, which I—that's I right. The name obviously was chosen before video got added.
0: If you are on what they call a dumb phone, one that doesn't have apps, uh, and you access Twitter by text, you'll be able to uh, text your photos and videos. Uh, Twitter is actually working with the carriers to enable that, and all of this stuff is being integrated into a new tweaked search. They think the search is going to be more relevant, but also you'll get the ability to have photo and video results show up when you search for different terms.
2: Yeah, I got to try out the little photo uh, search thing, and I think we looked up cats or monkeys or something. It's very similar to Flickr. There's a little timeline on the top, and you can click it, and you'll see the photo in the middle. And on the bottom, there's obviously the Twitter information, the tweet. You can hit reply, favorite it. I mean, it's a nice little experience, but it also indexes YFrog Instagram. It's not just going to be about Twitter-uploaded uh, photos on PhotoBucket.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because they uh, Twitter had said this would be rolling out, but both Tom and Iaz can actually access pictures already. I cannot, but um, my first question was, well, are they only going to index Twitter's own picture service? But no, they'll be indexing everything and then I guess just as long as their own service is the most convenient, people will just gradually stop using the TwitPics and the White frog Yeah,
0: apps can continue to use Yfrog and TwitPick as much yeah. as they want. Uh but the Twitter official version, if you're on the web using Twitter and you want to add a photo, or if you're using the official Twitter mobile app, I presume, that will all go through photo buck bucket. Uh Dick Costello was asked by Walt Mossberg on stage at D nine, you know, is this a slap in the face to these independent parties like TwitPick who've developed uh this and now you've just once again, you've gone and stolen a feature from somebody
2: well well, hosting an image file is not exactly like a super like novel idea. I mean, I think I've seen that on the web for a while. So just that they added it to Twitter because Twitter was was very, very basic. It was one hundred and forty characters. That was it. I mean, you I mean, that's why all these link shortening services even showed up because Twitter was really stringent about this. You couldn't put a link. With, like hyper, with actual HTML. So I don't know how big a deal this is for third parties because they're already in so many applications already. The fact that you would have to switch, I don't know if people will do that.
0: Dick Costello said he challenged them to move up the value chain.
2: So offer more things that they will eventually integrate?
0: Yes, exactly. Keep ahead of Keep Twitter. Keep giving us well, more I think ideas. that's what Twitter wants. They're like, look, we're going to take these ideas mm-hmm. as you develop them, the ones that are best, and put them in the product. We've, they've done that from the very beginning. Don't forget the at symbol was not part of Twitter users just started doing that and they those. said huh let's let's retweeting. make that an official part retweeting
1: retweeting buttons were never part of Twitter it was just something that happened organically
0: so it's their process to say go out and do things and then we'll take the best stuff and make it official mm-hmm. and you should continue to try new other new things
2: well this kind of growth does it make a lot of sense considering what Twitter used to be it was this very limited thing now it's starting to kind of feel like a blog I mean there's there's things like Deckly that they have, so they can actually have longer tweets in there if you want. You can kind of treat it like a, like a real, like, kind of like a WordPress blog or a Squarespace blog. So is, are they moving further and further away from what they originally were?
0: I, they're growing. And Costello couldn't even define what evolving. Twitter was. When he, when, when he was asked to define Twitter, he said, I don't even think we have to. No, no we, need for it? Yeah, I guess they self-define
2: so what is like, Twitter? It's like their, their Twitter. That's like their
0: business plan. Yeah. What is it? We don't know. what You've it is. never seen anything like it. Well,
1: before. I mean, what what is, what is it? If if you were to be put on the spot, I mean, it's hard to define.
0: Yeah. What is Twitter? Well, it's a microblog. That's my well, that's my favorite definition. That's how definition. it
1: started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I would say too. If I had to pick something, but I mean, it's clearly so much more. Uh, you know, today it's a
2: social thing with synergy and other buzzwords.
1: Right. Um. Not pivoting. pivoting
0: just and bacon. Don't forget about bacon.
1: Yeah. Acquiring. Acquiring.
0: Our, next, uh, our next story is something that is new in the world uh, OS 10 in an arms race with malware. Windows is sitting in the corner laughing and laughing at OS Ten right now. Uh, Apple updated Snow <laughs> Leopard uh, Tuesday. Warning users, uh, the, the, the update will warn users if they've downloaded uh, the Mac Defender piece of malware. Uh, it will also scrub infected machines and prevent Mac Defender from being downloaded. Within eight hours of the update's release, Mac Defender developers issued a variant of Mac Defender that eludes detection. The new variant is called mdinstall.pkg. So they
2: just changed the name of it, effectively, and that's smart enough <laughs> I, to I fool. think prob- they probably oh, did
0: more than just change the name, but... Uh- it started the arms race now, right? It means that they have to keep uh,
2: that Apple now, has to keep updating their their. Uh, I mean, they're going to have feature bloat now. They're going have to have much more updates per day to see. Okay, what came out this this well, day? This OS week. 10
0: did have malware detection already, uh, and it updated every so often, did a scan every so often. So, in addition to adding the the definition for Mac Defender to that malware scan, they've also increased. Uh, the number of times it scans, and the number of times it phones home for new definitions. So conceivably, all they have to do to catch this new one is have a new definition downloaded to the security system on OS X without having to put a full patch in. Although they're going to have to do a patch anyway because apparently there's a bug in the security settings. If you leave the security settings pane open for more than 30 seconds, you cannot save your security (laughs) changes.
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: Because if you don't want it phoning home getting definitions, you have to go to the security settings and say, hey, don't do that uh, because it's on by default. So then Apple has to be careful about saying we don't have malware. They do have malware. They can't say that anymore. Yeah. Uh, And they're also in that same arms race that Windows has been in for decades. Uh, Lots of news being made at the D9 conference, uh, all things D's D conference. HP CEO Leo Applethecker leo apotheker apotheker apotheker, apotheker. we'll just call him the a dog, okay no, we won 't call him that, uh, but the h p <laughs> CEO uh was on stage uh talking about you know the advantages of being huge uh, and all of those sorts of things. Josh topolsky of this is my dot com asked apotheker if. HTC came by... Well, we actually have the video, actually. Let's watch. This is an interesting exchange because he started by asking Apotheker, would you license WebOS to other businesses? And Apotheker said, well, of course. You know, I mean, if, if, uh, if Enterprise wants to you know, modify it or small business or embedded systems like appliances might want to use it. And Josh is like, well, wait a minute. I, I, I want to pin you down on this.
1: License it to or Would you say, if I'm HTC and I came to you and I wanted to make a WebOS phone... Is that something you would you would that is think certainly about? something that we would entertain. Oh it's very interesting.
0: Thanks. <laughs> so that that was a, I think an unexpected response for Topolsky's part no, because Apotheker kinda of gave this gaseous grimace. When, when he, that is yes, he's like yeah, okay, fine. I guess I have to admit yes.
1: I think gaseous grimace. I mean, it was he was trying to just give a coy response. I mean, he didn't say anything. He didn't announce anything. I mean, of course they can they can entertain anything they want. Doesn't mean that they're going to create relationships. Yeah, but with all I, these ideas. I think what
0: maybe we were all expecting was Apotheker to say. That's well, we that's do. that's something we'd have to consider. We really want to make WebOS our own but you know first. Yeah, and, it was
1: almost too positive yeah, to be yeah. just sort of a throwaway response.
2: Well the thing about WebOS, it's up against Android and iOS, and they have a lot of app development in those camps. And if HP is just closing off WebOS to just the touchpad and only HP, there's not going to be a lot of motivation to make applications for these devices. So to open it up to something like HTC, which makes all kinds of phones, Windows Phone 7 phones, Android devices, and whatever else they want, it makes a lot of
0: sense for HP if they want to be
2: uh, an actual player in this game.
0: I'll uh, Asked about RIM's playbook, uh, Apotheker said, the one lesson I have learned from this, and I'm driving my engineers crazy with this, is that we will not release a product that isn't perfect. So they're never releasing products again. However, over at the SanDisk booth at Computex in Taiwan, you could see the HP touchpad on display. Actually, there's a video of it. Uh, I believe it's from Crunch Gear, uh, where they display. They showed off the HP touchpad. There it is, yes. in all its glory. Is somebody at SanDisk getting fired right now? Well,
2: SanDisk <laughs> makes the memory for
0: the touchpad. That's what it Well, turns no, out. what
1: why. it means is it's perfect.
0: If that's that is the only thing we can that is the only conclusion we can draw from this. It's
1: absolutely close to perfect, and
2: that's why we're looking at it right now.
0: Yeah, yeah Wonderful. Sandus, Sandus made the memory and they said HP will make a sixteen thirty two and sixty four gig version.
2: and that's how you one up magical.
0: Perfect. Excellent. Oh, that- <laughs> Revolutionary? Sure, magical, maybe perfect, yes yes uh, there's a four minute uh, demo video if you want to check it out at crunch gear. also uh, one thing to note: two stereo speakers along one of the long sides of the touchpad, HP, a big proponent of, of the music side of their tablet experience because they're trying to, to combat that iPod experience on apple's iPad, and an unrelated leak, an unrelated leak from retail uh, says that this will ship by the end of this month for four hundred ninety nine dollars.
2: That's a competitive price. I mean, that's 16 gigabyte, probably Wi-Fi only version. And I don't think, has HP announced any carrier deals for something like the touchpad?
0: Not that I know of. I I don't think they haven't made much of an announcement at all about the touchpad other than that uh, press conference a couple months back.
1: I know HP has put a lot of effort into their internal audio being, you know, sort of the next generation, next level stuff. When I see something like two stereo speakers along the side of a tablet, I immediately think, ugh, God. I mean, okay, well, two speakers, but it's going to be crappy. But maybe HP knows something that we don't. Well, well HP partners,
2: partners with Beats
1: all the time, That's right. right. Exactly.
0: Uh, Dr. Dre and Lady Gaga are going to be heavily involved.
1: Well, then you <laughs> I, know it's good. You then you the, know it's perfect. You can
0: see the branding right, right now on the touchpad with Dr. Dre on it.
1: Yeah. It's a cow.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick break and thank our sponsor, Netflix, netflix.com slash twit. You can try them out for 30 days. We know... That a lot of you in the audience already have Netflix, and you're like, "Well, how do I support tech news today if I already have Netflix? I can't get the 30-day free trial because I already pay for it. I know about like all the DVDs I can get shipped to my house with no late fees. I know about the amazing selection of streaming videos and the catch-up service for old seasons of television shows. Uh, what can I do to help? What you can do is tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a stranger." Uh, or or more likely maybe one of your family members, and get them the free 30-day trial. It can be a gift. You got your Father's Day coming up, you know? Maybe get dad, Netflix.com, 30-day free Make trial. Make your
1: dad the coolest dad on the block with Netflix.
0: Yeah. He could be watching Pulp Fiction streaming You know how dads love the to Xbox. talk about things
1: like this? Watch this. Watch this, Frank. You know, I just push a button, and now it's the movie's playing.
0: Clerks, Reservoir Dogs, From Dusk Till Dawn. These are all dad movies, right? <laughs> hmm. What's wrong with Ayaz?
2: He thinks I I, you're, do, you're, I do a weird dad. Yeah, impression. your dad impression does not remind me of a dad. I'm a dad, so I don't. I'm like, hey, come here, kid.
0: Let me show you my Netflix. Uh. I've given away
1: that I'm not actually anyone's dad.
0: Uh, yeah, Jason, Ayaz, you're the dads. Would that be a cool, cool uh, gift? That would be great. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. If I didn't already have it, but yes, exactly. So it's get awesome. It, for that dad who doesn't have. That's right. Netflix.com/twit slash we thank them for their support of Tech News Today. AMD. Well, you know, Intel had their announcement at Computex yesterday. Uh it was funny actually. We were looking at the lineup for uh June 1, 2010, Tech News Today, Inaugural and we were covering show. Computex and we were covering Intel's announcement of a new processor designed for ultra-portable laptops.
1: Hey, what about that? Pretty much
0: into the mobile game, then. Exactly their announcement from yesterday. Uh, well, AMD came back with their announcement, uh, which is pretty impressive. Uh, the new tablet chip, the Z-Series Fusion APU, you might have heard it referred to as Desna, is now official. It is their ARM competitor, and their their big advantage is they can run Windows 7 right now, because it's an x86-based chip. So they could you could build a Windows tablet immediately. You don't have to wait uh, for the Windows approved tablet OS. The uh, Z series will be an integrated dual 1 GHz Bobcat chips and Radeon HD 6250 graphics chip. It's going to be pretty power-friendly, too. It uses less than 6 watts. MSI has already announced they're going to use it in their forthcoming wind pad, 110W. Uh, and uh, AMD also announced a high-end quad-core A8 and new Trinity APUs. Trinity will succeed the forthcoming A-series Lano. Lano's not even out yet. They're already announcing Trinity for 2012. The thing about AMD is
2: that I mean, for a while they kind of they kind of spurred Intel into really get, you know getting off their butts and getting into the game again and saying, look, we're going to make good processors. But then Intel did stuff like Sandy Bridge, and AMD is just sitting there with, with its APUs. And they're all right; that means it has integrated graphics on the chip, which is which is nice. You have a little system on a chip. I think it's strange that AMD is not trying to go into the ARM game at all. Like they could they could go out there and they say, could, yeah will license arm because intel won't and now we can be in mobile devices while intel still tries to figure out how to be a competitor.
0: I think AMD's saying, "You know what? We like this advantage of having x86 and I and I think they know that they can beat intel in the mobile market right now." And so they're really pressuring pushing that rather than trying to go and start from scratch on arm. Uh, they're saying if we have an advantage over Intel, it's in the mobile area. So let's let's really push that and see if we can we can get that advantage taken. The problem, I think, what you're what you're pointing out is that ARM has the advantage over everybody right now.
2: Yeah, and the other thing about the idea of yeah we can run Windows Seven right now, well, Windows Seven isn't really optimized for tablets. You can get a touch pack that's uh, that's built into Windows Seven. But that doesn't mean that's going to be a good experience. So just because you can doesn't mean you should in this kind of case.
0: And we're gonna, we're, we're getting some uh, more details about the Microsoft strategy for Windows 8 on tablets. Uh, by the time you listen to this podcast, if you're listening to it on demand, Steve Sanofsky will... Af- already hit the stage at 3.15 p.m. Pacific. In fact, he's up there right now as as we're doing the show. Uh, He may show off Windows 8 there. Also, there's a partner preview at 7 p.m. Pacific tonight from Computex. They will definitely show off Windows 8. Uh, But we're already finding out more details about Acer's complaint from yesterday saying that Microsoft is encouraging partners to tie exclusively one chipmaker to one device manufacturer. Bloomberg reporting that chip suppliers are going to be encouraged – to partner with one device maker and select a second company to produce a clamshell-style laptop. So one device maker for a tablet, one for a laptop. The plan is not mandatory, and it doesn't apply to the regular version of Windows 8. It only applies to a special mobile-oriented variant of Windows. In return for complying with the rules, the chip companies will receive certain incentives like richer features or lower software prices when they roll out their devices.
1: I, I just I wonder what features would be held back to any company that says, you know, what Microsoft? We don't really want you to 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 have this much power. We kind of want to do things our way. I and mean, what what are they not going to get in return? Well, considering a Microsoft crappier products.
2: Well, I, I would think the experience would be a little iffy because if Microsoft sees, okay, this company is working with this this chip maker, we can make the drivers work really well for this one tablet you have. In other words, they don't have to mm-hmm. figure out. How many different pieces of hardware do we have to support? We already know there's, like, six or seven chip makers, and we can figure out who your partners are. We know what you're going to sell. Uh, this Microsoft buddy system, like, I don't understand. Like, you guys have to pair up. You have to pair up. It's kind well, of they're trying odd- to mm-hmm.
0: avoid the problems that they've had with Windows Phone 7, where they already have a limited feature set, mm-hmm. and yet there's still all of these issues with rolling out updates to all the different devices. Yeah. They're saying, look, if you play ball, if you make sure that we make the experience great from start to finish, we'll help you do that. I think that I think that's what's going on. Digitimes uh, reporting that chipmakers Intel, AMD, TI, Qualcomm, and Nvidia have been invited by Microsoft to choose manufacturers from a first round list of participants: Dell, HP, and Samsung. That has a lot of uh, independent manufacturers and Taiwanese manufacturers in particular, like Acer and Asus, complaining and saying, "Hey, why why are we left off this list? Why is it limited to Dell, HP, and Samsung?" As I has pointed out in our prep. Samsung makes chips for tablets. They do, do they get to partner with themselves?
2: I, I guess if they, if they will get the incentives. Like, yeah, we'll give us a, a deal. We'll be able to make this work together. We've,
1: we've thought long and hard about this, and we choose us.
0: Samsung picks Samsung. I'm sorry, you're not on the list, Samsung. <laughs> like, you can't choose yourself.
2: I wonder how the, the
0: actual... Samsung, hard... Sam, no, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't see you on the list. The
2: companies like Dell and HP and Samsung, not Samsung, but Dell and HP should be kind of furious at Microsoft for telling... Uh, telling them what partners they can have for their tablets. I mean, why don't they get a say on what on what team they're on? Why why are they not on AMD or Intel or TI?
0: Well, you're still you're still free to do whatever you want. It's just if you want to be in this like special Microsoft club that you have to go by the list. It <laughs> it,
1: it, it does seem a, a bit like the Microsoft elite experience. Yeah, you know, if you want you want that cool room at the airport. And you play by Microsoft's rules and you get some kickbacks. You
0: know what? It's similar to Microsoft's Signature Edition computers where they actually partner or or they certify a particular desktop and say, this is the desktop that meets all of our criteria. Mm -hmm. And that's the one they'll put in the Microsoft stores and they'll put it online and say, this is one that we say meets our approval. And the, the key advantage there is you don't get any crapware on it. Right. They don't allow any of those, you know, special introductory software things to be thrown on. The signature editions are clean.
1: And it's I mean we joke about ooh the elite group that sort of thing, but it's like Microsoft does have to figure out where to put its resources, and this actually gives them a better reason to say, "Listen, we 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 we, we discussed our terms. You guys decided to do your thing. Do your thing. You can do that, but we have to um to focus our resources on on our our more clear partnerships."
0: Breaking news, Uh, just before we came down here to do the show, Google disclosed uh, a China-based hijacking of Gmail accounts. Uh, According to several different reports, Google says the uh, attacks originated in Jinan, China, targeted user account credentials so that attackers could gain access to personal information, including contacts and email conversations. It was a phishing scheme. Uh, they They were getting targets, including government officials from the U.S. and several Asian countries, to hand over... Their passwords, Uh, they targeted several political activists, journalists and military personnel. And the goal seemed to have been to monitor the content of these users emails. So the emails were silently forwarded to another email account where they could read what they were what they were writing in their email.
2: Yeah, we've been reporting a lot about hacks, but this isn't this isn't something like Google could have done anything about. This is social engineering. This yeah. is getting passwords. I mean, it, the, the human element is something that can always be exploited. As and China was doing it, it looks like on Gmail. I mean, Gmail has over 190 million users. So the fact that a couple hundred were were uh, compromised doesn't sound so bad in the in the in the big scale. But the fact of who these people were makes it a little scarier.
0: If you're worried about this sort of thing, uh, Google encourages you to uh, design more complex passwords. you want a great tip on how to design a complex password, you can remember easily listen to the latest security now. Steve Gibson has, has hit on a pretty amazing way to have secure, easily memorable passwords. Uh, Google also says turn on two-step account verification and only go through the company's HTTPS colon slash slash google.com domain so that you get the secure version of the site when logging on from a web browser. Google I, I, accusing China again, though. Those two are going to have to be put in a corner.
1: I just feel like we're always talking about how people are tricked into sharing their passwords with other people. If you watch that episode of Security Now, then you have no excuse. You will never be fished again. Well, hopefully.
0: <laughs> I, I, it'll help. <laughs> <laughs> that Couldn't hurt. I'm not sure if Steve's giving out any guarantees for that sort well,
1: of thing. Well, <laughs> I just wish we didn't have to report all these. I mean, it's just over and over. You know, it's such a it's such a common problem.
0: Eric Schmidt was also on stage at D9 this morning, uh, talking about all kinds of things, including social networking. He said there are four companies dominating consumer technology today: Apple, Amazon, Facebook, and Google, and he called them. Frenemies,
1: because
0: they're friends. Wait, what but they're about also Microsoft? Enemies. They're huge. They asked him about Microsoft. He said Microsoft just isn't doing the kinds of things that that need to be done mm-hmm. to be part of our gang of four. Uh, he said Microsoft's not driving the consumer revolution in the minds of the consumers. Right. He says the Xbox is a big success, but it's not a platform at the computational level. Microsoft is still fundamentally about Office and Windows. And especially so he's calling now, them old-fashioned, They're not exactly friends
2: either. So, like, they're probably just enemies. Well, they're not, not exactly,
1: you know, the, Google and <laughs> Facebook friend- aren't exactly just, just friends enemies. either. But Schmidt well, is quick to say, "Listen, Facebook did a lot of things right. They're really leading a revolution. They're absolutely a friend of me." That's why they're friend
2: because they, they <laughs> will both say nice things about each other and then yeah. slander each other,
0: and we're using other means, right? Using PR companies and things like that. He he gave Facebook credit for creating a way to have an identity on the internet that is unambiguous. Uh, and he said he recently looked up memos he wrote four years ago about Google needing to address online identity. And Schmidt said, "I clearly knew that I had to do something, and I failed to do it. A CEO should take responsibility. I screwed up." That's, and then he cried. It's a gutsy thing to say. a crying think he, I don't thing. Nothing that happened. But Is it
1: really gutsy though? I mean, well,
0: not doing the Carol I Barks this, method. Of- I
1: saw this quote going around. Started last night, and everyone said, "Wow, can you believe Eric Schmidt admitted that that he was in control when they screwed up?" A, you know. A, um social strategy. Well, he was the CEO. So yes, it is his fault. That's no,
2: but, sort of the I way think the, the, the You never is, hear CEOs say that. Yeah, the news that. is him saying it. Because imagine Steve Jobs saying, oh yeah,
0: we screwed up. Or Steve Ballmer. Well,
1: he's also not CEO right now. Ste- Steve so, Ballmer said, I screwed say up. It's easier
0: to That's a good point. Like, yeah, Eric Schmidt is not CEO. So he's like, this is why I'm not CEO. <laughs> I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why he still has a nice lucrative job. Still I, like ju- I just
1: feel like it's it's sort of a, a an obvious thing to say, I guess, People can appreciate the fact that he's being transparent about wishing he had done some things differently. But I don't think it's that amazing. I think it's his responsibility to say, yes, I was in control and it's my
2: fault. So
0: you want more CEOs to admit it? Yes.
2: So we're talking to Carol Parts again? Perhaps. Okay.
0: Also in Google News, uh, more buttons to clutter up websites. Google's plus one button's rolled out for select websites today. They're partnering with sites like Mashable, Huffington Post, Rotten Tomatoes, Nordstrom. <laughs> TechCrunch, Washington Post, Reuters, you'll see them out there. So now you don't have to go do a search to plus one a result. You can just be on a page and say, I really like this page on Nordstrom. I'm going to plus one it. So
1: now what I'll be able to do is I'll like it for Facebook, I'll follow it for Twitter, and I'll plus one it for Google. And I can just go ahead and be expected to do that every time I go to a You're site gonna, that I kind of could, like.
2: You could join the masses and just ignore it like everyone else You're not going to Reddit
0: it or dig it Maybe or I delicious will. it or, or... What if yeah. you used like command D and bookmarked it? Read it later. <laughs> Read later it.
1: <laughs> we, have, we have a lot of uh, instant buttons that are appearing on some of our, the sites that we use a lot.
0: You're also going to see uh, plus one buttons on Android Market, Blogger, YouTube, and Google's product search, which I still kind of wish they called frugal. Well, that name, they got rid of that a long time ago. That was probably bad branding. On down to the News Fuse. What if there were an Amazon for illegal drugs? Sounds good to me. And these days of seized websites for MP3s. You probably think that's going to be shut down in seconds. No. Silk Road is a website only reachable using Tor that only takes payments in the untraceable Bitcoin currency And uses user reviews to separate scammers from legitimate businessmen. Uh, If there's a weak point, it's that you still have to use the good old postal system for delivery. So, P.O. Box.
1: (laughs) A Motorola website redesign may have leaked a bunch of Moto's future products, including the Zoom 2, several slim phones, and some kind of watch device called the Tracy XL. Named after Dick Tracy. Screen grabs of the site were posted on Pocket Now. Motorola has since asked Pocket Now, can you guys remove those pics, please? Which means maybe those pics are the real deal.
2: Today, Hulu Plus just added 27 Miramax movies like Pulp Fiction, Scream, and some Kevin Smith flicks. The movies will stream ad free and cannot be viewed without Hulu Plus for right now. Hulu plans to offer a rotating selection of 15 movies on a monthly basis for the free version of Hulu, complete with ads. The Miramax collection
0: will grow by the hundreds in the next uh, coming months. What does the future hold for OpenOffice.org now that Oracle will no longer develop the office suite? Oracle is proposing that its code be contributed to the Apache Software Foundation's incubator. As the name suggests, incubator would be a temporary home for the software suite, if it's accepted, that is, uh, before reaching a project or sub-project status. The Document Foundation, which develops LibreOffice, that's the one that forked off of OpenOffice back when Oracle bought Son, uh, LibreOffice issued a statement saying it believes that Apache would be a good home for OpenOffice, but they kind of wish that they just didn't have two versions.
1: Netflix CEO Reed Hastings sat down at the D9 conference and never got up. No, I'm just kidding. He
0: revealed
2: that (laughs)
1: Netflix service is due to roll out to a second country in the second half of the year. He believes that fiber networks and Wi-Fi-enabled TVs are key for Netflix's expansion. Hastings also addressed Netflix's lack of social features by saying there's a five-year plan in place to integrate Facebook services. Wouldn't that be a
0: third country since they're in Canada? this year. And the U.S.? Right, but, but there's a the second one rolling out. Is this Canada
1: year. actually its own country, though?
0: <laughs> yes. As am they kidding. Out.
1: My gosh, I'm kidding. It's two
0: countries. Actually, yes. three countries. Third overall, second this year is with the
2: thing was about okay foxnews.com reports that military contractor northrop grumman group uh corp sorry may have been subject to a cyber attack on may 26 northrop grumman shut down remote access to its network according to fox's source the military contractor had never done that kind of shutdown without warning before officially northrop grumman i can't say it neither confirms nor denies thank you neither confirms nor denies such an attack occurred
0: A draft report to NATO Parliamentary Assembly says the hacker group Anonymous could be a threat to member nations based on attacks to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and H.P. Gary. Speaking about Anonymous, the report says the longer these attacks persist, the more likely countermeasures will be developed, implemented, groups will be infiltrated, and perpetrators persecuted. The draft also asked NATO members to build international treaties like the Council of Europe's Convention on Cybercrime, which harmonizes cybercrime laws between different nations.
1: Yesterday, Loadsys filed patent infringement lawsuits against seven independent mobile developers, and blamed Apple. Lotus says they felt forced into filing the suits after a letter from Apple's head of legal caused them to worry about keeping their legal options open. According to a copy of Apple's own iOS developer agreement, Apple's limit of liability to any developer is a maximum of $50. So Apple is not under any contractual obligation to assist developers or assure that their use of Apple APIs doesn't infringe third-party patents or other IP. In short... The saga continues. We're
0: suing you because you can't afford to defend yourself, but we're going to blame them. Yeah, <laughs> because we don't like so, them. Your move, Apple. This is getting dirty. I know. All right, time now for some numbers. Ooh, ooh. We got numbers all galore. All right, the uh, Pew Internet stu- the Pew study for Internet American Life, the Pew those Pew people, you know, yeah, Pew, the Pew, Pew people, Pew, Pew. Pew. yeah, we know Lazer. those. Yeah. yeah, Pew Internet. They uh, say that use of Twitter is rising, particularly among aged 25 to 34. Now, remember for a while the conventional wisdom was, oh, it's only the older people who use Twitter uh, and the younger people don't. Well, it turns out that 25 to 34-year-olds are using uh, Twitter 19% of Internet users. I said that backwards, but 19% of Internet users, 25 to 34, are using Twitter. That's up from 9% in November of 2010, last time they did this survey. Uh, Overall, Twitter is being used by 13%... Or uh, Twitter jumped to 14 percent in May from 7 percent in November of internet users, but it's still, it's not, it's not everybody.
1: No, but more than it was. Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, I'm somewhere. sorry. 13 percent of online adults.
2: Yeah, Facebook's somewhere up around 700 million now.
0: One yeah, out of online. eight people now use Chrome. These are the latest uh, worldwide browser usage share stats from Net Applications. Uh, so And they have a nice chart out with this showing the advance of Chrome. Chrome is shown in yellow on the chart. In October 2009, it makes up a tiny little thing, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Firefox pretty much remains stable. An Internet Explorer is in a steady decline. Uh, Safari, Opera, and others, all pretty stable. Although Safari has grown a little bit. It's
1: grown a tiny bit. Yeah. It looks like Firefox has shrunk just a little.
0: Opera really has just kind of stayed the same. Yeah, the entire and entire way through. Opera went from 2.1% to 2% uh in this last survey Safari 7.2 to 7.3%. Firefox is around 21.6% also pretty stable. Internet Explorer had the biggest decline from 55.1% to 54. And Cisco released their latest annual Visual Networking Index. This is a regular report on how people are using the internet and forecasting it into the future. Uh, 965.5 exabytes per year are expected to be used by 2015. 40% of the world's population will be online. And internet video will account for 61% of all consumer traffic in that year. They project that P2P would decline significantly to just 16%. And Wi-Fi in 2015 will just begin to overtake wired IP traffic uh, for the first time. Oh, no, think of the children. The Wi-Fi could destroy them. The rashes that Mm -hmm. people will break out in will be devastating. Uh but yeah, you know, just uh just some numbers to give you some perspective. Cisco always have these has these uh interesting numbers. A lot of exabytes and a lot of video. But Reed Hastings said at D9 today that he's not worried about the Exa flood, that there's plenty of room on the backbone and he fine. thinks that the ISPs are gonna solve the other part. I
1: wonder if it. Ohm Malik has Exa ohm as a domain? That'd be kinda cool.
0: Giga ohm is already proof, like in case. Yeah.
1: So last year.
0: So that should be a, <laughs> that, the premium version of gigaohm should be called exo Yeah. And the intermediate is taro totally. That one's for free oh. Yeah. All right. On to the calendar.
1: Google's released a limited number, or released anyway, a limited number of Samsung Chromebooks for sale on Gilt. com. That's G-I-L-T. Starting today at 12 p.m. Eastern, which is 9 a.m. Pacific, to select users who received an email. Turns out Tom Merritt received an email. Oh, yeah.
0: I got my email. came
1: from Google, but it came a little too yeah, late.
0: I came at 1.24 p.m. Pacific. That's uh, they, they went on sale at 9 a.m. So by the time I got the email and clicked on it, they were all sold out. Well, Google loves any. you. No CR48, no Chromebook. There you go, pal.
1: So I wonder what, what the issue was. Because issue I know how, is... I mean, even with like sunglasses and shoes, they guilt sales sell out real quick for anything that's in high demand, which I would assume Chromebooks would be. Yeah.
0: Uh, Chromebooks will go on sale for real June 15th, so well, I guess I'll better wait. Better luck then. I wanted to wait anyway. I don't have time to mess with that stupid Chromebook.
1: Over-the-air Gingerbread 2.3 update is now available for Droid X users. Google Offers is rolling out in Portlandia, Oregon, also known as Portland. <clears throat> it's how they used to be known. Uh, tomorrow, San Francisco and New York City will launch the summer for Google Offers. Pretty fun. Portland, uh, Portland gets the square for that one. HTC Sensation 4G is hitting T-Mobile stores. By June 15th, it'll be around $200. Roku is bringing casual gaming to its internet TV platform, starting with... Gee,
0: casual gaming. What could they be starting with? Well, it's mm. at
1: this obscure, obscure game. Mm. Uh, That's that, a, like
0: just, just to demonstrate the ability to play yeah, a casual game. Well, a, what's it, it about? It,
1: there's birds. Mm-hmm. Um, birds? At some sort of kind of like a... Uh, they're, they're strife. It's uh, like a conflict. They're, they're upset. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, angry, angry Angry Birds. I think that's the it. name of the... Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know. It might be a hit. Who yeah. knows? It's and pop. August 1st, Google Apps will no longer support Safari 3, Firefox 3.5, or IE7.
0: Now, those are all old versions, so don't freak out. They're not supporting Safari, Firefox, and IE. Well, unless yeah. you're just, using those right just now. Just the older versions yeah. of those. So uh, IE7, you should have long upgraded from, because we're on IE9 now. Yeah. Firefox 3.5, Eh, 3.6 and 4 have been out for a while, so uh, Safari 3 is probably the one I would guess more people are on than the other two.
1: I would Well, I would n- by same.
0: percentage, yeah. anyway. Obviously, more people are going to be on IE7 because there's more people who use IE7.
1: If you're a Google Apps user, definitely look at your versions. <laughs> or use
0: Chrome. Yeah, just use Chrome. Or that. Or Opera. On to the email to TNT at twit.tv. Steve in York, Pennsylvania wrote in and said, you recently discussed the announcement of the WHO changing their classification of cell phones. One of the types of cancer you mentioned was an acoustic neuroma. I perused the WHO press release, and it does indeed mention this type of tumor. I currently have a larger acoustic neuroma, about 3.7 centimeters, and I'm about to undergo surgery. Both surgeons I'm dealing with assure me they are always benign, and all the resources I've looked at on the web seem to agree. Just thought I'd let you know, since every resource seems to imply it's cancerous, even the WHO announcement. So that's very good to know, Steve. And if you don't know the backstory here, uh, we were talking about the WHO's uh, working group saying that that they're going to put cell phone radiation in the possibly uh, cancerous, mm-hmm. ca- possibly cancer-causing, uh, I'm try- I, carcinogenic. carcinogenic category because there is an indeterminate uh, indications from the literature. So we, we can't say for certain that it does or doesn't cause cancer at this point. And there were two types of tumors they mentioned, one, glioma. Uh, which we know is cancerous in some cases. Uh, the other was the acoustic neuroma, which uh, uh, Steve is right—apparently uh, always benign. So not good to cause a, p- possibly cause a tumor, um, but at least it's a, it's a benign tumor if, in fact, cell phone radiation causes it, which we don't know. Right. That's all that the WHO was saying.
1: In that case. Thanks for writing in, Steve. Uh, Matt Wolf sent an email. Hi, Tom, Sarah, and Linux hater IAZ. He teases. He teases. Sure he does.
2: Just think, you, Matt.
1: says Matt. <laughs> it's been 365.25 <laughs> oh, days since Tom and Sarah started at Twit officially. It's also been 365 days since the beard and the blonde. That's right. That was episode one of the best tech news today. Just want to wish you all a happy anniversary and just say here's to many more years of the beard, the blonde, and the Linux hater. Yeah. Um,
0: Obviously okay. Sarah's the beard in that case I'm the blonde. Clearly, yeah. yeah. I That's should have called
1: cool. it a New Yorker at the beginning of the show. I don't know why I yeah, went was, was I okay. went straight to Pakistan. Well, we still
2: don't include Jason on he's this. He's from
0: so Queens. It. I
1: know, I know. It's just I just I have
0: Yeah, what well, we got so we we have to include Jason, uh which obviously you would be the tall guy. Yeah. Yeah, the the height not so challenged. Right. Right. The height totally not challenged yeah, at all. At all. <laughs> height is not even a challenge for you. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. So, that flows. The, that flows the well, I show show Oh, Okay. All right. <laughs> Two beards, tiny, and the tall one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hmm.
0: Not sure. We Not sure. On Take that. the
1: show on the road. <laughs> I know.
0: Vaudeville reborn.
1: <laughs> but thanks, Matt. It's been it's uh, been a very cool year.
0: All right, uh, folks. Don't forget, you can get a brick in our new Twit studios that are opening later this summer. Uh, we're we're uh, selling bricks that you can put a special message on. Any message you want, visit bricks.twit.tv to find out how to buy a brick and be a part of history. Or at least the history well, of Well, the Twit. message doesn't have to be special either. You can write anything. You can Just say write hello. What? On there. Hello, world. Yeah. Could be uh, a fun so- brick. If somebody hasn't written that It's going to be there like 60 times. Like, time. Somebody ought to. Or you can put code. You yeah. could put like yeah. 10, print hello, 20, go to 10.
1: Yeah, go nuts. Or if you don't know what to put on there, just
0: put brick this is not a brick be all ironical (laughs) anyway bricks.twit.tv thanks everybody uh, for watching us all of you who were here June 1, 2010 thank you for sticking with us uh, for a year we'll be back tomorrow with another fine episode of Tech News handcrafted by our artisans for your consumption pleasure you can find us on the web at twit.tv slash tnt you can email us tnt at twit.tv give us a call 260-TNT-SHOW it's a free call in Butler, Indiana see you tomorrow